What is up and welcome to another episode of the Miseducation of Music. You are here with Jay Treb, but today I got a special guest in the building with me, man. Correct me if I'm saying it wrong because I've been practicing it all day, man. Karali Payne. Yes, bro. Thank man, you. Man, come on. <laughs> make sure you get the name right, man. Definitely, I, bro. I am a huge fan. I love to tell people first exposure, man. I caught on Tank on E. Okay. With you and the stars, like 2018, like yep, late 2018. Yep, yep. One of my favorite tracks. It got me through that rest of that summer, bro. Amazing, it was such yep. a good track track you, so bro. that was my first exposure man so i'm just glad to have you on the show as a fan man say what's up to the people man <laughs> what's good y'all and i appreciate you bro tank on e is like a real life classic it's crazy oh that song is so <laughs> good it's man like if you don't know that song pause the show right now no, bro definitely. that song is so good man and i mean aside from that you're a self-proclaimed tekken champ i am <laughs> i am i'm like that bro <laughs> you've been out here making music you said first track seven seven years old yep. first beat at 10 man so we got to dive in and we got to talk today. I want to start with just talking about the single, bro. You've been pushing mm -hmm. this song, Freeze. I love it, bro. I've been Thank telling you, all my homies about it. There's a challenge now, music video. What was the whole process with making that track? Man, bro, it's actually crazy because... um, So what really happened was I wrote that verse to a totally different beat like four years ago. Okay. So I really liked that song that I wrote it to initially, but... It just, I don't know. It was too weird. It was too different. It like, didn't so all I, go together. Yeah, I just didn't think people were going to like it. So, uh, Emmy, the Emmy is my homie who produced it. Okay. He actually had the beat on SoundCloud. And like, I listened to it. And I'm like, bro, send me this. Like, like I, bro, I think I got a verse. <laughs> right, for real. Wasn't working on something. For real. So, I'm like, bro, send me this like ASAP. He sent it to me. I laid the verse down. And then I did the, the hook to freeze. Like, bro, oh, I yeah, did that nah, shit. Come on, man. We <laughs> yeah. not homies. Man, bro, bro, you went crazy. Thank on you, that. bro. Thank you. I, I like that shit was almost like a freestyle, like at least the hook was. That's what's so up. I laid that down. So, yeah, that was all like two years ago, but we sat on it two because years ago, yeah, but we sat oh, on man. it. Okay, we got to talk about vaults today, man. Too, yeah, man. you said you said that for yeah, two years, bro. We sat on that because we knew that song was special. So, okay. like, I wanted to like wait till my um audience was large enough, okay, and like I have been making. So many waves over the course of the like oh, past yeah, six, seven man. months. During this, just the end, the tail end of last year into this year, I've seen you grow on TikTok crazy. Yeah. I remember when you were pushing to get, I think it was like 6,000 or something. There was like a big push number yeah. you were going for. And I remember subscribing at that time. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, bro, ever since, was it like 33? Yeah, I'm at like 31,000 right bruh, now. Bro, like yeah. it's going crazy. The yeah, social bro. media pushes are working, man. That's why even when you dropped the challenge for freeze, I was like, this is going to be awesome mm -hmm. because you're a person who, very very much so does this thing i love that rappers do you drop freestyles tiktoks mm -hmm. and just these rap videos online mm -hmm. i was talking with kiko the other day and i was like these are almost like singles today mm -hmm. for me i go back and i rewatch these like, no, I, like I listen to them like songs oh, man i really enjoy when rappers do that and you've been doing that for a while now bro yeah. what got you into that because just rapping at that microphone with that camera oh yeah that's a whole <laughs> different that's a different vibe um well at, well for the freestyles really it was just like um I just had an epiphany at the end of, what was it, 2020? Yeah, I had an epiphany at the end of 2020. It was like, yo, God came to me and was like, yo, you're in a great position right now. Um, you have a lot of people watching you. So many people wish that they had, like, the backing and the following that you do. You just need to flood and just... Use it for you know something what I'm saying? right now. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? 
At the end of last after after like the success of my Illinois freestyle, I don't know if you oh, saw that. Oh man, come yeah. on! You know I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. I saw that one before the episode. That's not even part of my research, bro. It yep. was going around Twitter. It was going around Instagram. Yep. So many places, bro. That shit was like crazy, it's bro. almost impossible to not have <laughs> yeah. seen that. It's bro. still surfacing, bro. Dude, like you say, cheese just posted it. Thank you, bro. Joint. Thank you. Like, bro. So, like, was that a part of this yeah. inspiration? I mean, to kind you of know, be like, why? If you like me rapping online, I can rap online. Exactly. So I, I dropped that, and I saw how that went crazy that went that I dropped a lot of music and then I was just like you know what I'm gonna just start rapping over other niggas beats <laughs> that's what I did hey man I <laughs> kept mean, it simple yeah, you know I was like, say, you did a I believe it was a say you will yeah I did that's the one right there cause man I was trying to think of what that beat was yeah. that drop is so good but bro like you went crazy on Thank that you, bro, yeah. it's like really like you do get to do that on social media yeah. you get to just rap on somebody else's beat there yeah it's cool as hell now we talking about the newer stuff right now but I kinda wanna start dipping into the past man so mm-hmm. start making tracks at 7 making beats at 10 bro you, you knew you were gonna do this so that's too yeah. obvious of a question man what was the setup in these days man what were you recording what were you writing to what was what was this vibe so when i wrote my first verse i was seven but i mean i didn't write it to anything i didn't have a beat of course so, it was just, yeah a little, you little know, freestyle poem just you know? love you know ironically the song was called rolling or riding one of the two and i couldn't even drive that's what's funny about <laughs> it but yeah so that happened and then i didn't really i started taking it serious when i was in like seventh grade i had a rock man mic and I okay. discovered that you could actually use a rock band oh, mic you to could record. Play a in the computer. Yeah, so you I was me. like, "Oh shit!" You feel me? Like oh, I, I started the software, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I got Audacity. I got oh, Audacity yeah. for the free, and I started recording all my vocals uh, with the rock band mic into okay. Audacity. So yeah, that was. So we got a rock cool. band mic. We in seventh grade taking it seriously. What were some of these beats we were downloading offline? Uh, I was getting like Johnny Giuliano beats. Okay, man. Yeah, like off SoundClick, this and then I was using mine. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was using Johnny Giuliano beats vibe, and then I was using my own because I was I started making beats in seventh grade. Because okay, like, what was the softwares at that time? What, what FL. Year, what year is that for you? I'm still using FL. No, I'm saying like so what, that what was, year was like 2009. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're 2010. The same age, bro. Yeah. So about yeah, yeah. 2009, 2010. I'm 24. Okay, I'm 25. 25. Yeah. Yeah. So. so like yeah, gee, that's crazy. So 09, that's that's FL like just finally getting decent drums too. Yeah, yeah. That's not the party like a rock star FL. That's yeah. the like instruments started coming out. How how were the first beats? Were they good? Bad? No, they were ass, first? bro. <laughs> It's crazy as hell. I love, I love when people can say that. You know, some people like to say, "Hey, bro, they they wasn't they wasn't amazing, but you know, they wasn't terrible." I right? mean, they weren't like. I guess my dad. I guess he knew that I was gonna be decent, but like at he the heard, time, he heard the, potential. he heard the potential. But like my homies was frying me, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like <laughs> I started tearing up for real. Like I tried like, to, I tried to bro, play it off. Really going on me right and now? No, because they me. told me my homies told me straight up, like, yeah, bro, like, nah, this. Weak as hell, like, <laughs> and I was in seventh grade. I remember we was outside. I was playing it on my front porch, and I just started walking. And like, I was tearing up for real, bro. I Damn, was sad as hell because I thought it was hot. You feel me? I mean, yeah, but, you created it. That's the yeah. that's the dope thing about the the entire creative process, and I think that's almost the part that stops a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's that like I'm gonna give so much of myself to this. I'm gonna like it no matter what Fact. happens. And now I got to deal with the fact that you might not like it with the same love I got mm-hmm. because I put all this time in. And I mean, the early age, you got that and you didn't stop pursuing it. So you're saying it's like serious in the seventh grade time. Is this like I'm trying to get a deal serious or is yes. this like, OK, so you really trying to do something. Where were you dropping music at the time? MySpace. 
MySpace. I was okay. flooding MySpace, bro. Oh, like man. it was to the point I, I would finish the song and I would put it on MySpace instantly, bro. It, it was, was like, bro, this is this yeah. is the final. Here yeah, we it go. wasn't no vault at the time. I would finish the song, <laughs> I would record it, do whatever, and just drop it. Okay, like, that's so what I was MySpace on. and Ona, that's actually a great platform to be dropping yeah. music at that time. MySpace this is, is the shit, bro. Man. People got signed off MySpace. Yeah. I think people forget that because you know so many social medias have taken over since. But like groups like Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. All of that is because of MySpace, like mm-hmm. the whole Fueled by Ramen label in the indie community, yep. like Paramore and them. Like people were really getting signed over Bro, there. Bro, Drake, like Drake, it's funny. Man, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, there's even more people. Yeah, on Trey this songs, list. all of them. Because I, 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 I like you know I try to I study the game, so like I study the interviews of like Drake and Kendrick and Cole before they were like where they are right now. Yeah, it's like, what was you talking about on the on the early yeah. interviews, bro? so I was watching Drake's interview and he was talking about how he got on MySpace and MySpace was just like the ticket for him and he said he met Trey Songz on there and he was just talking about how all of them came up off MySpace and mm-hmm. ironically, I feel like today, right now, is Twitter. I can for see us, that. You know? Devin, I mean, like, uh, acts like Chica. Yeah. Like, Chica, she was a dope Twitter rapper, mm-hmm. bro. And then when she finally dropped her project, I was like, oh, this, this is why we need to back people who can rap nah, online. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro. Bro, Twitter she really can. New, like, the new thing, bro. Like, you saw how Chris Patrick came up. Oh, man. Yeah, it's Come crazy on. As Chris hell. Patrick is going insane. <laughs> yeah, like, it's crazy. All of them, man. Yeah. It's, Twitter, Twitter really can't be that catalyst. And I see how MySpace was in that time. So you're dropping on MySpace at that time. Are you getting, like, any feedback or anything? Yeah, of course I got feedback. Um, Some people thought I was ass. And some people was rocking with me. Maybe, hey, was- maybe the people that was rocking with me was just being nice but <laughs> hey man if they took their time to hey. throw out a nice comment that's worth it right there right. so man. after the myspace era i'm assuming you transitioned over to the soundcloud time yes probably early soundcloud at that time yeah. now what were the original rap names what were the aliases you were going Shit. under um bro i've been like i said i've been rapping for so long mm-hmm. so i was t-pain before t-pain Okay. Like when I was in first grade, I was T Pain, and then T Pain came out, and I was like, "Damn, I gotta change like, my name." It's like I can't <laughs> use that one no more. Yeah, yeah. you bit that one. <laughs> so then I was Young P, Young Pain, and then I was Kid Pain up until I was sixteen. But mm-hmm. then I was like, I don't want to be Kid. That's dry as hell. It's not. It's not creative. I want to do something that's creative and has like longevity and ha- and mm-hmm. means something. So. Um, I literally typed typed in King on Google Translator a hundred times. I come I came across Karali in Hungarian, and I was like, "Yo, that's cool as hell." So I'm just roll with that. Based rap yeah, name yeah. came straight. That's what's up, man. That's yeah. so creative in and of itself, just for choosing the current name, man. Yeah. So you created through all these different names and all these different things. How has the sound changed? Like, how do you feel like the influences of the time have kind of you know taken a hold of that? Like, you've been creating longer than a lot of people in the game. You've been creating longer than definitely I've been even thinking about you know pursuing creativity. So like with that, I guess I'm asking like. How how is it all affecting you as you get older being a creative? Um really I've just had so much so many different types of inspiration that have um helped me get to this point and like I would say the biggest thing is just the amount of experience that I've got. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'm, I'm kind of glad that it didn't come overnight because I know like I'm polished now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when they pick me up like 
I'm I'm coming with it. You feel me? Because I they're not gonna. It's not like I'm gonna be even even though I'm gonna continue to develop. But I'm already you've refined yeah, the core skill of what you exactly. Need. I'm very highly developed because I've been doing it for so long. I've been through so many different phases, trying to figure out exactly who I was as an artist. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I just think the longevity that I have has, will, will definitely be a plus. And, like, I feel like, honestly, I feel like I'm one of the best performers, like, period. That's what's up, man. And hey, I think everybody should feel that You know, way. yeah. If you're going to go out there and perform. Bro, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm one of the best performers. And that comes from all the experience. Like, mm-hmm. bro, my first show was in front of D-Wade, uh, Gabrielle Union. Okay. Um, <laughs> we need more. We need more context, Roxy, man. Roxy from 106 and Park. What? Okay. Yeah. What's Bro, the picture? What happened? I was in uh, I was what 13, 14. D Wade okay. talent show. Oh, 500 kids. I don't even think bro. I ever heard of D-Way Talent Show. Yeah, it was a, was I thing? don't think it's a thing no more. It's at Chicago Theater. That's so My cool. My first show was at Chicago Theater, like, in front of all of them. So, basically, it was like 400 kids. I made it to the finals, like, top 10 out of, That's like, 400. So, yeah, I got to meet D-Wade, Roxy, Gabrielle Union. It was crazy, bro. That's Imagine that being so... This, so, what were you performing at the time? Man, it was a song called I'm So Sick. And I was good, you know, like I was good. At, I was, I was good. At, I had a lot of bars at the time. Like that was when Wayne was hot. So, oh yeah, I was no, really. We don't even stop. We could blow through chorus. Yeah, during Wayne you know? time. And bro, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It was like sixty-four bars. Whew. Yeah, the song you was. Him, you hit him with that just straight. Like straight, I'm just gonna bar you down. Straight bars, bro. So, I came with that and. Yeah, I made it all the way to the end. I didn't win, but the, the the people who won, it was like a whole dance group. How am I supposed to be? Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like not, ten. Uh, no, so I was man. just I was just happy I made it as far as I did. And then um, yeah, I just I've had so many shows. I yeah, I was about so to say much. with that being the start, it's kind of like. What's going to stop you from there? It's man. like my next show is like, yo, the last time I performed, you know, D-Wade Come and Gabrielle was in the building. You can imagine, bro. Like, I'm a kid. <laughs> my heart was literally beating out my chest. I was about to have a heart attack. It's, like, it's really <laughs> like, bro, you got the nerves out the way straight out, like straight off jump. Straight Like you don't get the, the chance. Jump, you don't get the chance. It's crazy. Like I I still don't even really process, like I don't really think about it. Yeah. We having this conversation. I'm like, damn. That because was I mean, like, no, nah, like that's be, that being your first show says like how you're gonna put your mental on everything else, and mm-hmm. I mean, and that's I guess what I was even saying in my question about how all of this affects you being a creator from that young of an age, getting your first exposure to your beats, your homies, you know, hitting you with that, this ain't it, mm-hmm. but you know, you go, you know, you got the grind to make it better, you know, but first show you placing behind a dance group, you meeting D Way, these things are also formative, and I think they really get you to like your creative space of where yeah. you are today. So, I mean, next question going into this is, what's the creative process of today? So, in the past, it was the beats, the the music. I'm assuming you still do a lot of your own production today. I do see yeah, your name around a lot on these beats. I mean, yeah. even on the July 28th? Or July 8th. July 8th, Close. part two. Enough, yeah. Yeah, it was July yeah, 8th, yeah, part yeah. two. I'm putting twos yeah, in yeah, yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, like, even that, you said you produced that beat to sell. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, so, okay, you peaked that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> you, you produced sure. that one to sell under alias, and I do want to know your alias, yeah, by the way, I got too, you. man. I don't know if you want to share it on nah, the show. Nah, I'll share it. I don't care, bro. That's all <laughs> I Because I do want to know what you produce under, because that's really dope. But, so, what's the creativity of today like how 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 are you currently being affected by it man it's just i don't really have one um type of way of going about things it's not it's like just, a mode you turn just, on and go this is yeah. my creativity right here yeah it's just it's just very 
it just it kind of fluctuates. I'm trying to get it to the point where it's more consistent. Mm-hmm. Like right now, it's kind of just based off of and like just initial influence. Mm-hmm. You feel so me? like if you hear a good song, yeah. you're like. I got to make a beat or I got to write a verse or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I just might be really inspired. Like, I'm just trying to find a way to just generate that inf- in- that inspiration, like, from within so I can do it more consistently because outside inspiration is limited, you know? It is. I mean, it's only limited to as much as you're willing to intake. Exactly. But when you're intaking, you got to be mindful of everything you're exactly. intaking because exactly. now it's going to influence it too much. That's why I'm very cognizant over what I listen to and... I tr- I really try not to listen to things that don't inspire me or things mm-hmm. that I don't feel like I can get better from, which I do listen to certain things that I can't. Of course, but, we can't avoid everything. Yeah, but I try to I try to listen to things that I feel like are gonna have like a positive effect on my mental because all that stuff that. is very important. So I do go about that and just I like to watch interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I love Russ. I'm an interview junkie. Yeah. If you can't tell by me having Definitely. this podcast, have you ever watched Russ's interviews? Oh, love them. Best interviews. Russ, <laughs> Russ can talk, man. That's my yeah. thing. It's like you can say whatever you want. Listen to the game, man, he gives, bro. bro. Russ is, <laughs> like, I, bro. Russ literally, I can genuinely say he changed my life, bro. Like not even like, really as an artist. Like I, I, I like him as an artist, but like just him as a person, the way he speak, he really like, changed my life because. He was the original person that put me on the self-help books. Okay. Now I love self-help books. Oh, man. That's all I Definitely. talk about. Like on TikTok Right, because it's like, look, if I could find some information that I could use for me, I'm not going to take everything here. But if I find a couple of things, bro, that's for me, this could change my whole bro, view on life. It's crazy. And that's like, all that really matters is my view on exactly. it. Exactly. Like, exactly, bro. It changed everything. Like, it was his Montrealty interview when he was talking about... Like when he read Think and Grow Rich and he was talking about, this was the first time that I ever heard the idea that our thoughts actually exist. You know what I'm saying? Like our thoughts wow, that's are not deep. Yeah, yeah you know, you like our, our thoughts are actually things. I was like, what? It's like everything that exists was just a thought. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I just never really thought of that concept. Hearing that breakdown is kind of like jolting because I mean, even just like putting it together makes me go like, damn. Like, yeah, you know, it's real. It's really crazy. And he re- recommended Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, and that was my introduction into spirituality. Oh, interesting. That was my introduction, and like without that, I would not be who I am. You know, because that's man. spirituality and just is such a major part of my life obviously with my tiktok and everything you know definitely man because i was about to say that is the majority of the tiktok i don't know if you want to dive into that but you do give these like very like wisdom filled i don't even know what to call like wisdom but i mean i guess that's the best way to put it would be like a wisdom filled like just message where it's just like change your way of thinking on something Mm -hmm. where it's just like hey did you think about it this way Mm -hmm. things of that nature and i guess this is where it all comes from because that that would be my question about it like what kind of made that arise but i guess it's these books that's where it came from you know originally it came from seven spiritual laws of success but after reading seven seven spiritual laws of success like after implementing it into my life you realize that you start to go back into like old ways of programming very fast because you get caught up in the matrix so easily. I mean, yeah, we're you creatures know? of comfort at the exactly. end of the day. It's like, yo, what's going to make me more comfortable just continuing to do what I've been doing for years exactly. or stepping outside of my zone? Exactly. So I kept, I, I ended up re just revisiting that book over and over again. And then from there, uh, I, I had always wanted to, to get consistent with meditation, but I finally was able to get consistent 
during quarantine. When quarantine first started two years ago, that was one of the biggest blessings of my life. That's what's up. Yeah, I, ironically. I, I love meditating. I got bad at it in the pandemic. Oh, yeah? I got so bad at it because I didn't have any regiment or schedule anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a, like, morning meditate person mm-hmm. where it's like I like to not talk and I like to just be observant of everything around me and everything that's happening. And it's like in that state... It's like the pandemic removed it for me almost. Really? That's crazy. Because I was just like, yo, what are moments? What does time matter? Uh-huh. Like, is yeah. time does not matter when I ain't got to go nowhere. No, I feel But it's that. so interesting to hear the other side of it now. So. Me, I just ain't have shit to do. So I was like, yeah, you know what? perspective for you. That's what's yeah. up. So meditation, I feel like just, it gets you like on a certain frequency, a certain vibration. And once you get on that frequency, you start to attract different types of knowledge. And you start to just... uh resonate more with different types of knowledge and the knowledge actually finds you so the more i started meditating the more i just one book came to me another book came to me another book came to me and like i was like let me just go ahead and use all this yeah information. you know let i just block these things yeah you that's know? what's up man so that's kind of how it started and then like i knew when I first started meditating, because I'm telling you, once you silence that voice in, the, in your head. Oh, man, when yeah. you can get to nothing, it's such a man, pure bliss. It's so <laughs> many things that you like, damn. Yeah, that's what. That's just when you have your epiphanies. That's when, like, the universe, God speaks to you, you know. And he spoke to me last year. Well, no, 2020. Told me, like, all right, you're here to to help raise consciousness. Like, that's what you're part of your mission. Like, you're talented as an artist, not for yourself. Like, you're here to inspire people, help raise consciousness, show people that they can do what they want. So, like, after a year, I meditated again, and then I just had another epiphany. It was like, all right, make a TikTok right now. So I stopped meditating. do it. I stopped meditating, made a TikTok. I I blew up in like a week. That's what's up, man. Hey, G, I'm glad to hear all these things working out. Now, you create so many different things. What are these approaches to these creations? So, I'm like, obviously, the approach to the TikTok was I'm just right out of meditation. I'm going to make this TikTok. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you go about making them consistent? Like, what's the the process now? Do you wait for something to come to you in that inspirational field? And then you go, oh, that's perfect for a TikTok? Or is this like a... I got a list of things, and I just well, go I, ahead and I, I throw them a, up. I have a big-ass list, bro. I can show you. <laughs> like, in my notes, mm-hmm. you know, it just might be certain ideas that will just pop up in my head, and I'll write it in my notes to talk about this. I have to stop what I'm doing and make a TikTok in and there. Now, man, diving into the creative process, I kind of want to know, like, what's the setup when it comes to recording? So you're about to record. Is the beat first? Is the lyrics first? What's the approach? You got to burn some You got to burn some sage or something in the room? Beats always first. Okay. First of all. As um, a producer yourself, you so even if like you're gonna go on your own beat, like mm-hmm. you'll finish your whole beat first? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oftentimes, like when I'm making a beat, I'll start thinking about exactly how I want to structure it. Okay. I spend more time structuring my beats than I take making the beats. It's like I already know that I got the raps to fill the yeah, spots. Exactly. I just gotta make the spots to get in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, this is where I want to do a hook at, this is where I want to do a bridge at. All that stuff is really important. Like you, you spoke on Tank on E, bro. I was I was sequencing that beat for like three weeks. Bro. Oh damn, man! <laughs> like, cause I, just, I would listen to it, <laughs> come back, and I'm like, ah, listen to it again, come back, and I'm like, oh, nah. But it ended up it worked perfectly. It worked beautifully. So, yeah, I be t- especially on my beats. 
I really be taking my sweet ass time with sequencing. I'm trying to get faster at it, actually. But okay, yeah. so so we stepping up with this perfectly sequenced beat. Now, what's the vibe got to be for you to record? Is it studio crib? Quick with the iPhone just to get the idea out. Like I, I record pretty much everything at the crib. Like I've actually been getting um, accustomed to recording in the studio recently. I've been recording with my boy Emmy. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, he lets us use higher learning. It's a studio on the north side, of Milwaukee. Cool. So. We be in there. Um, oftentimes, when I go in there, though, I, I still be recording myself. So <laughs> it's like I'm gonna still work the console. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. still do all of this. I'm just too used to it. Like I said, I, I came out. Yeah, I came as out. Young the, as you yeah. started, G. I came out the gate with a rock band mic. You feel me? So like I was doing it. <laughs> I was doing it on my own, and I'm still. You know, I like it like that. So, so giving up that control is kind of just weird still, even yeah. in the like space now as an artist. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm gonna start doing it more though. Because ironically, I was talking to Ro, and he was talking about how uh, he had a star go in and just no punt, no no writing. I was like, hmm, that made me think, bro. Like I'm a, I was like, let me let me yeah, come with for a different real. approach. For real. I actually did record a song like a week ago. Where I, I kind of didn't write it, but I kind of like wrote it as I went. I guess you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it turned out really good too. That's interesting. Turned out really I, good. I feel like that kind of changes the approach because now it's like whatever's flowing through you exactly. right now is the track. Yeah, it's just very natural. So that's what's up. You don't even get a chance to kind of set yourself up in any ways. Now I'm gonna use this as a segue here because you mentioned Ro, you mentioned the star Outernet, my man. I want to talk about just how that, how did that start? How did that idea come about? It's dope as hell to just see artists who all are individuals working so well as a collective when you hear them. Because mm-hmm. that, I feel, is probably the hardest part of all of that music is getting you all on that same accord. Yeah, but like, no doubt. <laughs> how did that even come about, man? Man, so what happened was Asar, he was getting a new job and like they had rented him a hotel in the city. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, he just invited us through. He was like, "Yo, I want to have some artists come through to the to the to the uh, to the just hotel. You know what I'm saying? Vibe, we could just you know? create, you know." And we were already. I was all me and our star been friends for years. So mm-hmm. I was already me and our star was already good friends. And then um, I had never met Mike Quell before. True, but like I I had heard about Mike Quell through Isaiah. I was, so everybody knew something. Yeah, everybody, somebody everybody pretty much knew it. I knew everybody except Mike Quill, but I knew of him. So this was almost like a, we was just getting together and this was supposed yeah. to happen. Almost. So we got together and I broke it down. I'm like, yo, bro, y'all don't understand. Chicago has not had something where uh, all the people who are making noise uh, joined as one unit and moved as one unit. Man. And I'm like, you know how powerful we could be if... We really team up and, and you know, like, keep each other's back. Like, bro, we can take this to the moon, you know? That's so that was kind of my idea from there. And then so I was like, I'm with it. My quail was like, I'm with it. I think Aaron was there. I don't remember. Aaron was there, and then Aaron texted Isaiah what we was on. And then that was it. Man, that's what's yeah. up, G. To see that many people get together is so cool. And now, like... As far as creating, what's the process for music when you're dealing with that many acts? Like, are you all each recording at the crib, sliding beats over? Well, it hasn't even really been any, like, group recording recently. It's been a long time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this was, I I believe it was, what, like, right before the pandemic was, like, all of the That was when the show happened. That was great. That was amazing. 
I'm actually we're actually trying to do another one. Right and that's what I'm saying. So like it's just even getting that many people's schedules mm-hmm. together to get a show off has to yeah. be crazy. Yeah. So to is. get these verses, is it like a I'ma just I'ma shoot this one over or for like creating the original outer net music, was it like all everybody was together all Yeah, we were together. We just have it it's just hard to get everybody in the same room. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> everybody on their own accord, you know. So it's kinda it's definitely kind of tough, but we all be working. Obviously, you know I got multiple songs. Isaiah, definitely. I, I was got, about to say, man, the features do go crazy. Yeah. You all do pop up on everybody's stuff. Oh yeah, of course. Like, or at least just the love on social media as well. Like you're gonna see everybody rooting for everybody. Yeah, which of is course. Another cool aspect. Of too. course, of course. Well, that that's like the bare minimum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I agree. I Mugs agree. should always be showing love on social media. Like you feel me? So. Yeah, that's that's really how it came together, though. Now, last question, and I ask every person, man, what do you do to keep up with your creativity? I know you mentioned meditation, you mentioned the help books, but creativity is something that I feel we all take care of in our own ways. Like, everybody's got their thing that they like to do. What's something that you do, you know, to keep the creativity going? Really, I just like to constantly have new experiences. That's what's up. Try to, like, change up the paradigm. Because uh, when you get stuck in your ways and you get stuck doing the same things over and over again, you start to become stagnant. So I just try to, I just, I try to just do little things that are just spice my, spice up my my life. You know, what I'm so, spice so, up so my it brain. Might even just be like a crazy change of scenery, or yeah, just like exactly. let's change the whole routine for the day. Exactly. Just find different ways, like I said, just to change the paradigm because that's how you stay out of. You know, when you're waking up, you're seeing the same things, you're doing the same things, you're just manifesting the same thing over and over again. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you mentioned that when you were saying, like, slipping back into those same patterns where mm-hmm. it's just like you do the same thing every exactly. single day. Like, that's going to be your zone of comfort. Exactly. So really just new experiences, bro. I think that's the really, I think that's the biggest thing. I'm I'm not the type of artist that could just sit in the crib all day, every day and just make music. And be I, like, I could just crank this music nah, out. I don't even I, need to see the world. No, I'm gonna get <laughs> bored as hell, bro. Like, <laughs> I gotta move around, man. Like That's what's up. I mean, yeah. hey, your music does have that sound that it just draws from so many different aspects of your personal, mm-hmm. where it's like, I see why you, you do need, you know, that change of paradigm, as you said, that yeah. shift of that scenery, just to be like, how am I gonna give you this new music? How am I gonna make these new beats if I ain't gone out and got some inspiration myself? Exactly, bro. It's just, when I do fun things, be social, et cetera. Like it all stimulates my creativity. And like you, like I said too, I listen to interviews. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. You definitely said that, man. Yeah. Cause I mean, even the Russ comment, you were like, I knew exactly when he said that it changed it all. Man, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's what's so up, Ru- man. Russ is one of, like I said, he's one of the, the main dudes I go to where his interviews, man, his interviews are amazing. So yeah, definitely Russ interviews too, for sure, for sure. That's what's up, G. Now, hey, man, you got anything up next for them to peep? Any live shows coming up? Any music? Any new music videos? We got a project on the way? Man, I'm working on the album, but okay. I don't... <laughs> I ain't gonna get y'all no date, though. You okay. know, you know respect, how that goes. Respect, You feel me? You gotta let that creativity come out when it yeah. does. Yeah, so we're working on the album. We're getting everything in in, uh, in order right now. So, uh Right now, just listen to Freeze, though. That's how Keep we put it. Keep Freeze playing, man. <laughs> you know make saying? sure you go and check out that <laughs> challenge, real. too, man. You put the challenge out. Make sure you're checking that out. Should we make that the outro track for the episode as well? Definitely, yeah. The outro track for the episode is going to be Freeze, so you hearing that playing already, man. Thank yeah. you all for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and tune in next week for another episode of the Miseducation of Music. Man, appreciate coming, you having man. me, bro. For sure. <laughs> 